Welcome back, everyone. Uh, unit 10, this week's uh, lesson, we're going to be looking now at the uh, at our exercises. Of course, the drills, uh, I'm sure you've all uh, done those and done more than, uh, than enough um, uh, to uh, cover all the, uh, um, the principal parts of the verb sum, adoro, compleo, vego, acipio, venio, um, and then fully conjugate the perfect active uh, indicative of each. I think that's a useful thing to do, and I've been encouraging you all along to make uh, flashcards uh, doing that with all of the, uh, uh, the tenses, um, just because I find for myself writing it by hand, somehow that nails it down closer and tighter into my brain and I'm able to remember it better than if I just, you know, have a book, for example, as useful as, as a book like the uh, Barron's uh, educational series, Flappin' and One Latin Verbs. Um, it's still helpful even to copy it out from that book or maybe use a book like that as a way of, of uh, checking your work, but doing it by finding which of the, you know, uh, which of the four principal parts gives you the right stem and, and constructing it according to as we've covered it in the lesson. Because I think if you understand how the words work and how they're formed, you know, it makes it, it makes the pattern more solid uh, and in your head going forward. All right, well, so uh, let's, we won't need to go over the drills, um, but let's take a look at the exercises. Um, the first one should be obvious to all of you. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Glory to God, Deo, that's in the dative, in excelsis, in the highest. So glory in the highest to God, or glory to God in the highest. The beginning of the Gloria at Mass, it's what the angels say to the shepherds uh, who are watching their fields by night on the day of our Lord's birth. All right, number two. Minister et servi oraverunt Kyrie eleison. Um, minister, the minister, et servi and the servants oraverunt, prayed. Kyrie eleison, Lord have mercy. Of course, that's Greek. Um, Dominus qui es bonus desidera. Um, Ooh, I'm tripping over my tongue today. Dominus qui es bonus desideria populi semper shivit. Dominus, the Lord, qui es bonus, who is good. Right? Um, semper is our is our adverb. So uh, semper shivit, always new. De desideria, the desires, populi, of the people, or of his people, his being understood. All right, um, let's move on with, uh, let's do the, uh, um, well, yeah, let, let's move on, uh, uh, do even, or odd-numbered ones from here on out. So, uh, verba Christi que audimus apostoli tradiderunt. Verba Christi, right? The words of Christ. Que audimus, que audimus, which we have heard, 
or uh, which we hear, audimus, yeah, which we hear. Um, apostoli tradiderunt, the apostles have handed down or handed down uh, the words of Christ, which we hear. Let's look at number seven. Secundum tua verba pereniter operabimus et orabimus. Secundum tua verba, according to your words. Remember, it's verbum, so verba is our plural. Um, according to your words, or you could, you know, the word order could be, uh, in Latin, could be a little more uh, fluid, so you could have, you could have put it in Latin as, uh, you know, secundum verba tua. Um, but uh, anyway, secundum tua verba, according to your words, um, operavimus et orabimus. We have worked or we worked and we have prayed or uh, we prayed pereniter, constantly. All right. Number nine. Per unigenitum filium Deus, debita nostrorum, peccatorum solvit. Per unigenitum filium Deus, by, remember, per always takes the accusative, so uh, by means of or through his only begotten son, his being understood, right? God, Deus, that's our subject, Deus um, solvit dissolves, pays back, because we're talking pays back debitum, so, you know, cancels, dissolves the debts um, of our sins. Right? Peccatorum nostrorum. Alright, number 11. Hodie, Dominus Deus Filium Unigenitum Supercunctos in Cielo et in Terra Extulit. Alleluia. Alright, let's break that down. Okay, Hodie, today, Dominus Deus, the Lord God, filium unigenitum, okay, this is our, our, our direct object, right? His only begotten Son, supercunctos, above all things, in cello et in terra, in heaven and on earth, extulit. <laughs> because Latin, the usual structure of the sentence is uh, uh, to put the verb at the end, which is not our English structure. So we have to wait to the end of the sentence to get to our verb, which means to, to uh, has lifted up, right? So we would say in English, today the Lord God has lifted up his only begotten Son above all heaven and uh, above all in heaven and on earth. Number 13. Qui discipuli vitam in Galilea finiverunt? That's a question. Qui discipuli, which disciples, finiverunt, have finished? Right Because in English we put our verb at that point rather than at the end of the sentence, as in Latin here. Uh, vitam in Galilea. Uh, so which disciples have finished their life in Galilee? Good question. I mean, most of the apostles uh, went, you know, scattered throughout the world. Um, Benedictus, number 15, Benedictus qui venit ad cenam domini, Hosanna in excelsis. This is 
very similar to stuff that we hear in the Mass. Benedictus, blessed, okay, is he. You know, it's 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 uh, um, singular, nominative, uh, and masculine. Um, if you were again with Latin as with its modern daughter languages, you know, again with grammatical gender, um, you know, it, you might use the masculine to refer to either uh, um, uh, male or female sex, uh, unless you have specific people in mind. So if you were talking about you know, a particular woman, say Our Lady Mary, you would say Benedicta, but, you know, in the more generic sense, you would say Benedictus, as in here. So we say Benedictus, um, qui venit ad cenam domini, you know, so blessed uh, uh, is he who comes to the supper of the Lord. Um, Hosanna in excelsis, Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna again being that Hebrew word just kind of bring into ecclesiastical Latin, uh, although a pagan Roman would not know that word. Number 17, clarus ministerio populi sepe adjuvatur. Clarus, the clergy, or a, a cleric, um, sepe often, adjuvatur, are often aided. Um, ministerio populi, by the service of, or ministry of the people. Right. 19. In in domum intraverunt, qui a Jesus sanabantur. Here we have two sentences, so let's break that down. Infirmi, the sick, the infirm. Intraverunt, entered, in domum, into the house. Notice because domum is in the accusative, it's in with the sense of motion, so it's into the house. All right. Qui a Jesus sanabantur? Um, qui in this case means, uh, you know, you know, who, right? But that makes bizarre English. So we'd probably say, and they were healed by Jesus. Uh, but obviously this second sentence is modifying or explaining who infirmi are in the previous sentence, right? That's what that qui is referring back to. Though in English, we wouldn't use who, um, uh, to translate that because it just would be weird English. <laughs> okay. 21. Per potentiam domini Petrus populum peccatis absolvit. Um, per potentiam domini, by the power, through the power of the Lord, Petrus, Peter, absolvit, absolved, populum peccatis, the people from their sins. And that's that ablative of separation, again, that we've come across all the time. 23. Viri quibuscum Jesus transagros ambulabat, huerunt discipuli. Viri, the men, and of course this is sex-specific. Uh, you haven't learned the word yet because it's third declension, um, uh, and that's uh, coming up. 
uh, if you start, if you go on from our class here uh, and, and pick up with uh, Dr. May's uh, Latin too, you'll learn the third declension. And uh, uh, anyway, uh, the more common word for human being is homo, um, but uh, uh, we haven't learned that yet because it's a third declension um, noun. And so we've got viri, the men, which and being it is a sex-specific word. Uh, quibus cum, notice how in Latin you'll often put words together, uh, you know, cum can be tacked on to the end of things it means together with. Uh, so, uh, with whom? Jesus, Jesus, trans agros ambulabant, was walking across the fields or across the countryside. Um, Huerunt were discipuli, disciples, or his disciples, I suppose we could put that in English. Oh, let's do these two, both of these that are from Scripture. I like the ones that are from Scripture. <laughs> from Mark chapter 2, verse 1, et iterum intravit Capernaum. Um, and again, iterum, one more time, uh, intravit, he entered. Uh, in our more modern English Bibles, our uh, more modern uh, translations or more ecumenical translations, like if you use, uh, well, not necessarily ecumenicals, if you use a New American Bible that we read at Mass, um, or if you uh, use the, uh, uh, the um, Revised Standard Version Catholic, or uh, I think even the Jerusalem Bible, you, you'll see Capernaum written. Um, the Greek does say Capernaum, uh, and so does the Latin, and that's uh, uh, why we uh, uh, older Catholic Bibles will say Capernaum. And actually, this is just a complete, you know, divigation stepping off into a into a, a side issue here. But the name is actually a Hebrew name for Capernaum which means the village of Nahum, the prophet. Nahum, one of the minor prophets in the Old Testament. And, and he was from Galilee. And so we have Kefir Naum. Comes into Greek as Kafarnaum, and then into Latin under that as well. So I don't know how we ended up with Capernaum uh, in so many of our English Bibles. But anyway, um, there. Bit of etymology for you. Um, and now uh, then number 25, we have Shio uh, quia messias venit, qui dicitur Christus. This is from the woman at the well uh, talking to Jesus. And she says, I know, Shio, quia messias venit, that the Messiah, the Christ, is coming. Quidicitur Jesus, who is said to be Christ, or we might say who is called the Christ, the one who is called the Christ. All right. Now, we've been going from Latin into English. Let's go from English into Latin. Put the stuff on the bottom of page 87 uh, with uh, 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 section, number, section 2 here. Number one, which life is good and blessed? 
Okay, well, life is going to be vita, and vita is feminine, so we're going to want to use que. Que vita est bona et beata. Because, again, the adjectives have to agree in gender, number, and case with their noun, vita, and so they're feminine. We don't have to say the est. Que vita bona et beata. Um, number two, the boy whom we saw is the child of the servant, puer, boy, quem vidimus, uh, whom we saw, mm -hmm. est, is, natus servi, the child the, the, uh, of the servant. Let's move on to number three. What servants of the Lord are without blame? Okay. Servi, servants, servi domini, servants of the Lord. And so we would use qui, qui servi domini, sunt, because we're plural, sunt sine culpa, without blame. All right. Number four, another one from scripture. Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And this we have, you know, said at Mass, if you hear Mass in Latin. Ecce agnus Dei qui tolit peccatum mundi. Although at Mass we use the plural peccatum mundi, right? But uh, who takes away the sin of the world, because it's singular in this case. Ecce agnus Dei qui tolit peccatum mundi. And then finally, number five, the disciple who helped the people ended his ministry in Judea. Okay, discipulus, disciple. Qui populum adjuve, who helped the people. Ministerium, his ministry, in Judea finibit. All right, very good. Um, next lesson, we are going to be moving on with Unit 11. We're getting close to the end here. Um, unit 11, uh, we're going to be introducing yet another uh, Latin tense for you, uh, the, um, the pluperfect indicative active, which is another one of those past tenses. Uh, this is the past completed tense, so it's something that took place over time in the past and was finished in the past. Um, in English, we'd say, you know, had done something, right? Uh, and then we'll also introduce you to the perfect, uh, uh, the future perfect uh, indicative active. So something that will be, uh, that will have happened. Okay. Very good. Uh, all right. Well, God bless you. And uh, um, We'll be dropping our next lesson then on Sunday. Uh, we're closing in on Lent here. And incidentally, we're going to be, you know, we've talked about this class. We were doing the first 13 lessons. Um, Latin 2 picks up uh, with uh, lesson 14. Dr. May has been teaching that concurrently, but obviously it's on the website, so you can continue on. Uh, you will be doing them in real time with him, but you can you can continue on uh, after this. We're going to be taking a break when we when I finish this class, and he's going to be taking a break a little bit earlier, I think. Um, 
and uh, uh, for just, you know, to get us through Easter, uh, there's just so much going on. Um, but then after Easter, he'll pick up again with uh, Latin three, continuing on from where he left off. Uh, Dr. May left off in Latin two and continue on through the end of our book. So, uh, you know, if you in Latin one feel like charging ahead during Lent and, you know, listening to the back episodes of Dr. May's Latin two class, you might actually get through all of that and get ready to start in on Latin three uh, when he picks that up. Or you could take a break and, and uh, obviously relax a little bit. And that's the beautiful thing about a podcast. We can pick this up at any time. We can take a break. We can get back to it. Um, but anyway, that's what we have for you for the exercises on uh, week or unit 10. And we'll be moving on to unit 11 on Sunday. God bless you.